Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Hey friends, welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and on today's show, we're talking to my new friend, Javon Bolden. In just a few moments, I'll introduce you to Javon and let her tell you just a little bit more about her ministry and a brand new book that she recently released. Thanks for joining us for the show today. Real Victory Radio is all about getting real, ready and equipped for an authentic life of victory. We're going to be talking about finding our voice and how we can make an impact in the kingdom today. And I know you're going to enjoy that. But first, we've had so many great interviews on the show this year, and I want to make sure that you don't miss any of them. You can always go to amyelaine.com. That's A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E. Dot com to listen in to all the replays. And while you're there, would you give us a thumbs up, leave a comment, subscribe or leave a review on our YouTube, SoundCloud or iTunes channels for the replays? I would really appreciate that. It helps people find us and just get the word out about Real Victory Radio. And while you're over on the website, I would really love for you to check out the Victory Movement. The Victory Movement is all about helping Amy Elaine Ministries, which is a nonprofit organization, and Real Victory Radio as a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We would love for you to join us with a one-time or monthly gift to help keep Real Victory Radio on the air. By joining the Victory Movement, you are helping others to be encouraged to live the victorious life in Christ. Today's guest is Javon Bolden. She's an editor, writer, literary agent, and CEO of Embolden Media Group, a boutique publishing consulting firm. As a conference speaker, workshop shop facilitator, writing coach, and mentor, Javon loves to work with passionate, creative, and influential people who desire to publish great books that make a difference. And she's done that just recently. I've been reading her new book, Pray, hear, write, 21 days of prayer and fasting for breakthrough in your writing. Welcome to the show, Javon. Thank you so much, Amy. It's uh, very wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. You are welcome. I'm excited. We met at Declare last year in November in Texas and just got to know each other a little bit there. I was in your breakout session, and when I, this book came out, I was super excited about inviting you to come onto the show and just tell us a little bit more about you and your ministry. Can you do that? Yes, I absolutely thank can. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, so um wrote the book, um, Pray Here Right, as you said, and really it was um, an outpouring of my own experience as a writer and editor working with words, um, with God's words uh, delivered through his people, uh, pastors, leaders, um, you know, people who are touching the community in various ways, and just, you know, you know, even my own difficulty or challenge coming up against um, God's uh, wonderful and majestic, mighty power and de- trying to deliver that in 
small, and, you know, even though the books are, you know, lengthy, I guess you could say, but, you know, just being able to do that, to distill the word, the living and active word of God into such um, small vessels, such small vessels, you know, and sometimes it gets difficult, you know, being able to connect themes or being able to develop ideas that you know are going to reach the heart of people and help them to manage and transform their lives or heal certain places that are in their lives. And I take it as a very serious, heavy calling, even though it is something that I'm so passionate about and really just truly enjoy. Um, but there are periods where it gets, you could feel the weight of, uh, the weight of that. And so prayer and fasting has been my um, way to handle that. Um, just knowing that I'm, you know, uh, finite in my own strength and power and ideas and wit and wisdom. And so deliver, depending on God to um, bring his um, wisdom, his love and heart for people through that. And so, yeah, I have to pray and fast sometimes. Sometimes it gets really, uh, it can be challenging. Sometimes the deadlines are challenging. And so the book really was um, my, you know, offering to other people who do work like I do or who are writers or, you know, authors developing the things that God has given them and uh, putting it into words. And so I, you know, I, I hadn't seen anyone approach it in that way. And I just felt like I, you know, mechanics are one thing, writing mechanics, grammar, style, craft, that's one thing, but just having, when you're a believing writer, a writer of faith, you know, developing those things from the heart of God and, delivering them to people, you need a little extra. Um, and I believe the extra strength and power comes from being able to tap into the Spirit of God, um, you know, putting our own perspective second to His or, or behind His in some way and highlighting His and pushing His to the front. And I believe that prayer and fasting is the absolute way to go in doing that, even conquering fear and other things that kind of get uh, in the way of that clear and pure connection to God and being able to, like I said, communicate that to the world. So prayer and fasting um, is very important to me in that space. And so I just prepared a resource um, that I used and needed at the time. And I'm prayerful that other people will find it helpful and useful in their own uh, practice. Well, I have been using it. I have been working my way through. It's taken me a little bit longer than 21 days, to be honest. But, you know, it's been a really good time for me to see this as not that I didn't before, but really to see the work that I am working on and giving it back to him, offering it back to the Lord and saying, I don't want any of me in this. I want it all to mm. be you. And I love mm-hmm. the scripture that you have for day two. You have heard correctly. The Lord said to me, yes. you have seen correctly for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. That's Jeremiah one twelve in the NIV. Yes. And I really, one of the things that I love about your book and the ministry that you have and just you and hearing your heart and watching you on social media, reading your post and things like that, is that you have a huge heart for the kingdom of God. And I just would love to talk more about that. How can we, how important is it for us to put God first and not people as we endeavor to get the right words out to the right people? And how can creatives who maybe are not writers or artists, but, you know, we all have creativity in within yes. us because God gave it to us. But how can we be more kingdom minded and just 
however you want to answer that. That was a big question with yeah. lots of questions yeah, in there. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, you know, one of the things that I think is um, important is perspective. And so to me, just about anything we encounter really, um, you know, depends on our perspective, how we um, handle it, uh, whether we re- whether we accept it or whether we reject it has a lot to do with um, or add it to our lives, you know what I mean, like kind of flow it into our lives or whatever. But I feel like perspective is really important. And, you know, the reason why I feel like going to God first is important is because he's our creator. Um, and he has the perspective on why he created us. He knows, you know, um, what we were made to do. Um, and once we ask him, and, and then the other idea, of course, is that we're all created in his image. And, of course, that means God is pretty wide and pretty big, if, even if we, as we look around the world and see the diversity um, uh, that all of us <clears throat> have been created with, um, from, you know, nationalities, ethnicities, you know, gender. And, you know, there, God has really done something here to show his greatness, um, and he's not limited. Uh, and so when we go to him, we get a perspective on why we were created and what we're supposed to bring to this diverse world that we live in. And he knows each of us in just that way. And so one of the scriptures um, that kind of stands out to me in even understanding that God first principle is, uh, and, and then getting the right words to the right people um is, you know, Psalms 139, 1 through 4, and it it just says, O Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. And so that's pretty important to me um, because God knows each of us that way. And as we prepare things for the people who God created, he's going to be able to speak to us as we pray, as we fast, to give us the perspective, to give us the concepts, the ideas, the words that help us reach the hearts of people that he created, that he knows inside and out, that he formed in their mother's wombs, that he knew them before they were formed in their mother's wombs. So you know, just the idea of going to him about what he wants us to say to the people he created, I think is very, very critical um, for people of faith. And so um, so that's basically it for me. And as far as the kingdom of God, that's a, that's a pretty big concept. Um, so, um, you know, I think in terms first of, of being an individual, um, as part of a bigger picture, a bigger landscape of the world, of of God's intention for the world, and that his kingdom kind of um, supersedes all of that and goes beyond, you know, even our universe. It's, it's, it's pretty massive, God. You know, I can't even, it's hard to even put into words that idea. But being kingdom-minded, um, to me, is really just understand, <coughs> understanding your, <coughs> excuse me, understanding your place as a child of the king, as um, one who is heir to his throne, one who carries his glory, carries his authority, Um, you know, and just understanding that 
pretty much all you do reflects him in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, that kind of guides our choices. If if our you know if like you were saying, if we have that kingdom mindset, it should really sort of guide our choices, um, and we should in some ways understand that we're reflecting him, and that could be negative or positive. Um, and what and, and I think being intentional about understanding what our actions do in the world in terms of how God is seen, um, I think if we look in that way at certain things, we'll, some of our decisions might be different. Um, I believe you know, that as well. It is yeah, very important. Yeah, yeah. Mhm, mhm. And I think some. I think there are times we don't realize how much we reflect God, um, and we forget. You know, and and sometimes in our actions and our speech toward others, the things we write, we don't understand that we're putting out an image of God for certain people, even if it's a false one. Um, and to me, that has pretty heavy uh, consequences, um, or, or um, and maybe not just consequences, but implications. Um, and sometimes we affect how people see God in that way. Yes. You know, I think some of the, the quick examples would be, of course, where people say, you know, depending on how your father was in your life will cause you to kind of have an image of who God might be in your life. And that's just our fathers. But I think each of us do that every day with each other, you know, in any of our interactions, you know, um, and even when people talk about how a church has impacted them or a, a leader has impacted them, whether the story is positive or negative, that's a reflection of God. And people, you know, sometimes make decisions about who God is in their lives based on that. So that's to me a kingdom mindset on a more individual um, uh, level, um, you know, and the kingdom of God, of course, we know is, uh, is invisible. You can't actually see it, but it's in our hearts. We represent the kingdom and it is here. It is now, Jesus said. And so we, we just need to, you know, I think if, if that's our mindset, if we're looking toward developing that, some some of we just need to be aware of what that how that how our lives are reflecting the kingdom i think that is so important yes and the king and being a daughter of the king and that we Mm -hmm. carry his Mm -hmm. glory and that we really do have such a responsibility and just the weight of what a privilege it is to be able to represent him out into the world i appreciate Mm -hmm. you breaking that down for us a little bit Javon, before we take a break to thank our sponsor, I want to ask you the one question that everyone who comes on the show gets asked on Real Victory Radio. And I'll give you just a few moments to think about your answer while I thank our sponsor. But the question that everybody gets to answer is, where in your life have you experienced the most victory? So while you think about that, I'm going to take a quick break and thank our sponsor. Today's show was sponsored by Sonic Inspection Corporation. Sonic Inspection Corporation helps maintain the integrity of commercial buildings. They are a non-invasive commercial fire sprinkler inspection company delivering code-compliant sprinkler inspection services for all commercial facilities. If you're a building owner or a facility manager, you need to know about Sonic Inspection Corporation. You can find out more about them at their new website, sonicinspection.com, or call 303-308-3000. Remember, we are listener-supported, and we are so grateful to our sponsors. Javon, we are back with you, Javon Bolden, as our special guest today. And before the break, I ask you a question that everyone gets to answer here on Real Victory Radio. 
We don't have a lot of time left, but can you please tell us where you've experienced the most victory in your life? Um, One of the most freeing um, things, again, I I talk about, I've talked already about perspective because I think that's so important. Um, But one of the things for me is being able to distinguish my spirit's confidence and belief that God is on my side, that all things work together for good from my flesh when it freaks out, uh, you know, with things like fear or, um, um, you know, unbelief or anything like that. I I, I know that sounds kind of strange, but sometimes we um, want our flesh to display an unshakable thing that our spirit really should. Um, And the reason why I say that is because our flesh, you know, has been, you know, exposed to sin. And also the fact that we're, we're natural and God is supernatural. So we, when we encounter divine things, even when we're talking about calling, we're talking about purpose, or we're talking about an assignment, or, you know, God says to go do this, or I have a, something I want you to deliver, and we feel our flesh, you know, comes, you know, shakes, or we're afraid, or we don't want to, you know, something in us is almost like self-preserving. Um, I think that that's, okay, but we need to have our spirit pull us along and say, oh, yes, this is this is your father. This is the king. He's asking for you to, you know, do what he's asked you to do. And so rather than thinking, okay, I need to be fearless. I need to wait until my faith is so strong that I don't feel any levels of fear. Um, and I don't think that that's something we need to do. I think we need to go forward in fear if that's where we are in our flesh but if our spirit is willing, like I think even Jesus, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, um, when he was talking about his disciples praying for him, um, you know, we, we should press forward, you know, and expect that God is going to hold us together, that he's going to send angels to keep us from tripping over rocks or falling or hurting ourselves. Um, but, but knowing that we're secure in God, um, having a knowing over a, over a feeling, um, and sometimes I think even in our communities of faith, we want our flesh to line up in ways that it may not. And we wait sometimes and miss opportunities with God because we're expecting our flesh to feel a certain way. And just to, hide, just to draw an example, the prophets um, often talk about their encounters with uh, the divine, um, some, some of their divine encounters and how they, you know, had fall, you know, maybe they fell out. Maybe they couldn't even stand under it. You know, I think a few of the prophets talk about angels holding them up to be able to even hear the word of the Lord. And so, you know, I just, for me, that's been so freeing. Um, not feeling like, okay, you need to feel perfectly well. And if you don't, you're not in faith. And I just, I, for me, breaking free from that, I know that maybe that's a popular thing in some churches. But breaking free from expecting myself to feel certain things, to do what God has asked me to do, has just been a place of victory and freedom for me. Just understanding that I may not, but my spirit is is willing and strong enough to do it because God is, God's spirit is in me. So that's that's important to me. I can completely believe and know and ex- I have experienced that same breakthrough with God because mm-hmm. we don't always feel the feelings that we mm-hmm. need to be mm-hmm. feeling to step out in our calling. And I remember yeah. over the last three years how every time I've stepped out to speak publicly for the Lord, it has been something mm-hmm. where he has just had to shed the fear, the fear of me and the fear of, you know, messing up, not saying the right thing or the right time or whatever. 
And he has worked that out in me in ways that I just can't believe. But I had to step out and do things scared and do things where I didn't feel confident or didn't feel like I was ready. But knowing that I had the confidence and the the approval of God on my side, that I was able to step out and do the things that he had called me to do. So I love your answer and the breakthrough that you received. How does having a kingdom mindset impact our destiny and calling? How can that kingdom mindset help us to really walk out the things that God has called us to do? Well, again, um, I'm just, I don't know if this just ended up being a theme for today because I really didn't count on it. Um, but again, this is just, it's just that perspective and where we set our minds. And um, one of the scriptures that stands out to me um is uh, from Paul, and he's just talking about our need to set our affections on things above, and that's really kind of elevating our our thoughts, our um, preferences, our inclinations, our mindsets, whatever, kind of set them higher and kind of think of things from a higher plane, almost looking, not looking down on them in, in um, you know, to, to um um, you know, be lofty or anything, but just kind of getting a higher perspective on what things mean in a greater, um, in a larger perspective. And so um, it's the lens, in my mind, kingdom mindset is the context or lens through which we see our everyday life activities. And um, of course, to me, this stretches beyond just any church building or church community or faith community. Um, I see it just being part of our everyday coming and going. And when it comes to our calling and destiny, understanding the, the kingdom, um, I think will lead us, and even, even tying this into the question that we just answered before, um, understanding that there may be some things that make us feel like we can't or shouldn't or are incapable. Um, but understanding the kingdom and how God empowers us as his children and gives us authority um, his authority. In other words, we have royal authority in, in the earth. And to saying yes to some of the things that he's asking us to do and understanding that actually that puts us in a different place. You know, he says that he's called us to be fruitful in, in John uh, 14 or 15. He's called us to that. He's called us to be fruitful in the earth. He's called us that our fruit would remain and that the things that we do would last um, as we're tied into the vine, which is him. Um, and so as we do some of those things, I really believe that um, that really impacts our destiny and calling because it doesn't just become, you know, just an assignment or a thing. It becomes a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and we live a called, a called life. So even, you know, just like we talked at the beginning, you know, where it's almost like our everyday impact with people, you know, is tied into a lifestyle. A calling to me... Um, and, and I know that um, everybody may have a different idea, but it's not just an assignment. It's not just this one thing that we do. A lot of, you know, I've heard, you know, if, if the question is even posed to me, what, what have you been called to do? And um, sometimes I feel like that is like a position or a place or a gift or something, but it's not just isolated there. It's a lifestyle. And I think even mm-hmm. beyond that, because the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. 
you know, leaving that called space to a chosen lifestyle. Javon, I love that answer that we have been called to that lifestyle. And you know what? We are actually out of time. I wish we had more time to talk with you because I love your perspective. I love your book, Pray Here Right by Javon Bolden. 21 days of prayer and fasting for breakthrough in your writing or any creative way that you feel God is leading you to Get his word out there to other people. Javon, we are going to just pray out the show today. We have about one minute left. Thank you so much for being with us. Yes. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. I appreciate it. I am so thankful to have you on today. Father God, we just pray that you would let this conversation rest upon the listeners, that you would give them what they need to be bold in their faith and bold in using their voice out in the kingdom for you. Lord, we thank you for this book. We thank you for Javon's ministry, for her book. And we thank you for all that she is called to do and how she's helped us to be able to see you more clearly today. And we ask that you would do big and mighty things in the kingdom through the listeners. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise in your name, Jesus. Amen. Javon, thank you so much for being with us. We're out of time. And thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.